With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. So some people call it Silent Saturday. Uh, one of my very best friends in the whole world and pastor, uh, his name is Rex Holt, and he called this Silent Saturday for years. And it always it stuck with me. Also, my, my friend Jay Yance reminded me this morning that today is Silent Saturday. See, yesterday was Good Friday. You ever wonder why they call it Good Friday? I'm, I'm sure that if you listened to a great sermon yesterday, you know um, it was the day that payment was made for our sins so that we could have a right standing with God so that I could, I, I, eternal life was purchased for you and for me because of the terrible, unjust and horrible death of Jesus, the hope of Israel, the promise of redemption was killed on a Roman torture device. They still call it Good Friday because the good news is that God was behind all of that, working it together for your good and for mine. And for all in the family of faith who, who trust in him. And today they call it Silent Saturday because could you imagine how those disciples, followers of Jesus must have felt? This was the hope of Israel. We found the Messiah, the one that the prophets have talked about all of these years. He's finally here. We get to see him with our own eyes. He's done all of the miracles. He's come to set the captives free. He's come to take Israel and, 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 to no longer be the tail, but to be the head and to bring blessing and peace back to our nation. And then they crucified him. It was like, we were wrong. Our hopes have died. Our dream is dead. How could we have been so foolish to think that, that, that our, our dreams were real. And on that Saturday after the crucifixion, doubt must have been overwhelming. Fear, depression, hopelessness, and despair must have, must have been crushing because their hopes were so high on Friday. Silence. Darkness. I can only imagine what that must have been like for them. What they didn't know, of course, is that Sunday was coming. The resurrection was right around the corner. It was just the tee up <clears throat> for the entire world to change when a man rises from the dead. And changes everything. And the only way they could have seen it. Was to look through their eyes of faith. But that's not easy to do. That's not natural to do. It's, it's natural to look around at your circumstances and go. Holy smokes. The whole thing fell apart. But God says that he, he gives us eyes to see and ears to hear. When we turn to him in faith. 
And even if you're already a member of the family of faith, you've got to train yourself to process your circumstances through eyes of faith. Walk by faith, not by sight. If they had had faith in what Jesus told them, if they had remembered the words of God, Jesus said, destroy this temple and on the third day, I will raise it up again. And many of them thought he was talking about that physical temple in Jerusalem. But Jesus was talking about his own body, his temple, destroy it. And on the third day, I'll raise it up again in accordance with the scriptures. The prophets, the prophets had told hundreds and hundreds of years earlier that he would rise on the third day. And there's an entire theme of resurrection on the third day and new beginnings on the third day all throughout the scriptures. In fact, uh, check this out. Did you know in Hosea, the prophet, he said, After two days, he will revive us, but on the third day, he will raise us up that we may live before him. Did you know that Jesus performed his very first miracle in Cana, turning water into wine on the third day? It's really cool also to see that the Lord said to Moses to go to the people and get them ready for the Lord's coming. And he said, for on the third day, the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. When he gave him the 10 commandments, the third day is a day of resurrection. It's the third day of the appearing of the Lord. It's the third day of coming out of the death of dreams into new life. And my pastor and my friend Jay reminded me that this is a good structure for us to look at things that happen in our own life. Maybe you've had a dream that has died. And maybe you're in a season of silence and darkness and doubt and despair right now. Maybe you've had a a dream for a relationship that is significant, that has fizzled out, or maybe been cut off. And that dream for the future with that person is gone. Maybe you have a, a health situation and you've dreamed of, a long life and and it appears that that's not part of the script or someone that you've loved is struggling in their health. Maybe it's your job, your livelihood and the things you've counted on are now being taken away from you. And you're wondering if the new normal, the present reality is even possible to live out. Look through the eyes of faith. If you're a child of God, God's given them to you. Use them. My my wife and I, together with my family, started a camp 30 years ago called Camp Firefly. We've met many, many kids who are seriously and terminally ill. And recently, two very special families lost their children. Peaches lost Maya to cancer. She had dreams for her, no doubt, to to graduate high school, to go to her prom, to be married, to have children. The, The dreams that have been cut short. But she is a woman of strong faith. We have another special family whose son Cooper just passed away. No doubt the dreams for him have felt like they've been just taken away and they're in a season of silence 
and questioning right now. But I'll tell you what, they have faith. And so they're, they're struck down, but they're not destroyed. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian Healthcare Ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your healthcare the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's healthcare. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. I want to read something to you from Cooper's mom. It explains exactly what I'm talking about. Listen to this. This is from Cooper who just passed away, his mother. She said, this world, the world without Cooper feels wrong, empty. It's hard to breathe. It's impossible to not stop and think this is all a bad dream. I feel as though we're walking through a fog and we're just waiting for the sun to shine through. I keep looking, hoping, praying for a sign that you are okay, that your spirit is happy and that you're just too busy catching up on all the scootering you've missed these last few months. And you're hanging out with our sweet friends, Braxton, Bree, and Devin. I plead with Jesus to give me confirmation, not in a lack of faith, but because I'm your mama and I just need to know. Silent Saturday. After the death of a dream, but she has eyes of faith. Listen to this. She concludes with someone had posted about it being Silent Saturday. And that couldn't be any more true for us today. While I can't compare to Mary's journey, I do feel like there are some parallels. It's a fitting time for Cooper's passing as we mourn the death of Jesus and celebrate his resurrection. What insights this mom has because she's looking through the eyes of faith. She sees what some of us can't see. And she said, while this time is impossible for us to bear, it was no accident that Christ called him, called Cooper home during the Easter week. Because she has eyes of faith, she sees that the resurrection is right around the corner. We're in a time of silence and disappointment and grief that may feel unbearable. But new life is right around the corner. If you're feeling that way, listen to God's words. Hear them through the ears of faith. 
I'm going to read this to you straight out of God's word. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. God has a purpose. He's maturing you. We are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but we are not abandoned. We're struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. God has got you in the palm of his hand. He says, God works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Do you believe that? I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. If you could get a scale and take all your sufferings, that which is just weighing you down and put it on one side, it would be like dust compared to the eternal weight of glory that is going to be revealed in you when you see the end of the story and how God has worked it all together for your good. He will. The father of compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles. He says, I'll never leave you. I will never forsake you on your silent Saturday. He says, fear not for I am with you. Be not afraid for I am your God. He's not some fake figment of your imaginations, not some fairy tale God who doesn't exist. He says, no, me, the real, true and living God. I will help you. I will strengthen you and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God is your strength. He will uphold you. He says, I'll keep in perfect peace those whose minds are anchored on me because they trust in me. Anchor your thoughts, even in this difficult time, on God and trust in him and he will give you a peace that passes all understanding. People who do this feel sadness. They feel grief, but they're not overwhelmed. They are hurt, but they're not paralyzed. You will be struck down by circumstances, but not destroyed. That's why he says we must walk by faith, not by sight. What does that mean? Here's what it means. It means Be like Daniel in the lion's den. Be like Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego in the fiery furnace. Don't focus on your circumstances and allow your own personal analysis and observations to tell you whether or not God's being faithful. He is faithful. Let God's word define your circumstances and you'll find joy. You'll find peace. God says he's working out your circumstances for good. Either that's true or God cannot be trusted. God will not lie to you. Every word that comes from his mouth can be trusted. And that will only be of value to you and me if we walk by faith, not by sight. 
Let God's word define your circumstances and his faithfulness, not your observations and personal analysis of what's going on. Because your, your pain, your grief can cloud your vision of the truth that God is the blessed controller of all things. And Easter, the resurrection, new life is right around the corner. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.